Yo, what's good, Ghost Squad? We're back with another pod. Happy Tuesday to you. I'm here with the fellas. <laughs> what's up? Yes, sir. What's, what's good? What's up? James is in the hot seat. Y'all, y'all heard us say it before. James is in the hot seat. His name is James. James West Webb. Uh, he's actually often behind the camera. So uh, get used to the hot seat because we have to give you a special introduction because this is the first time that they are seeing Sir James West Webb. Yeah, he is responsible for all visuals. And uh, he's our brother. And not only is he our brother, and I know him and I look alike. We're not twins. It's, we're not. We're not twins. We're not blood mm. brothers. Wow. Or maybe we are. Good I, I mean, it, that'd be crazy. Imagine would... if we find out like way later on in life that like James and I are actually blood brothers. Wow. What would y'all do? I would just say that my name is Rick and his name is James. That's and true. And you put that together, you got Rick James. Yes. Yes. Rick James. <laughs> yes. um, there it nah, is. So, so we're talking about accountability and the power of healthy community. And you all are that to me, like to a T, this is my accountability. Uh, I have others that are in my circle for accountability, for healthy community. Um, and I want to ask you guys, for those who are listening, uh, wh what is accountability? Just what is it to you? Or how would you define accountability? <laughs> yeah, James had this. <laughs> I had a look. <laughs> I'll go. Let's go. Well, first off, thank you for having me here. I do appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, I don't, this is like my first legit podcast. I am usually behind the camera, but I used to, used I used to, to be man. in front of the camera uh, some time James ago. James is so an this actor, is, so, you know, he wears many hats. It feels, it feels not. very <laughs> fitting and comfortable, yeah. especially in this, this space. But yeah. going off of accountability, I think uh, for me, at least it's having, at least now having people around me that are, are keeping me to my word mm. and, you know, you guys have been incredible examples uh, in my life. And, you know, ever since I joined this church, which is why I joined this church, is because I felt the genuine connection from everybody. And the honest just words that you guys say to me, you guys want me to win and you want me to be healthy and you want me to be happy and you want me to be at peace. That's great. And I've been struggling with a lot of different things, as a lot of people do. And for the first time, I have community. And I've been saying that to a lot of a lot of people here at the church, like, wow, this is the first time I have community and I feel genuinely like you guys actually care, you know? There's little details that I'm getting from every person. And part of that is holding me accountable to things that I've said to you, which could be a, a, a getting over a relationship and saying, hey, you know, this is where I'm at. I, you know, don't want to do this or that. And then I have someone right there that's that's in my corner, that's backing me up, that's also checking in on me. You know, so I think for me, just uh, uh, it's it's having someone that's that's there that that gets you that that wants you to win, and they want to maintain, they want to see you maintain that peace. Yeah, yeah, that's so. huge, man. Yeah, and and that's the truth. We do want to see each other win. And I think if you have any accountability partner, they should want to see you win, point blank, period. And and you know, you set the standard for what it is that you want your life to be, and you have voice to us that you are after, as we say in Gen 1, becoming everything that God's created you to be. So what does that look like? You know what I mean? Um, for me, I'd say accountability is just that. It's having people around me that see me at my highest and know how to call me up to my highest when I'm at my lowest. Mm, so if right. I am moving less than what they know me to be, they can see me and be like, hey, bro, we need to have a conversation. Or, Hey, bro, you shouldn't do that because you know whatever. And it's not forceful. It's not whatever. But accountability purely is just keeping me to the standard that I said I wanted to be at and ultimately that God wants me to be at. 
Um, and that's why it's important that I have the community that I have. And you guys have been that to a T for me. Uh, but it, it's amazing, man. It, it's a gift. And I have so many examples in my life uh, of moments where I have, I've had to be held accountable or I've had to call on my accountability for, hey, yo, I'm struggling with this thing right now. Yeah. I need some help. Pray for me. Yeah. Yeah. Say something to me. Yeah. Help right. me out. Call Keep me, me out, in there. <laughs> you know. Keep me in there. What about y'all? Yeah, I think for me, it's kind of very similar to what you were saying and you were saying, but it's really like for people that are scared of accountability, it's not about control. I think it's about sharpening. So like, it's not, you know, oh, Rick is all in my business and he's trying to tell me this, that, and the third, and this is what I'm supposed to do. Nah, but like, I trust you and I know that you have my best interest. So therefore, you can speak into my life and be like, yo, like Zay, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing this. You probably shouldn't go there. You know, and you and we know each other well. So like, you know what I probably shouldn't be doing. You know, so I'm like, hit you up like, hey, you know, like, we think about this and you just, I feel like it makes your relationship grow. Yeah, uh, you become a better person, your communication grows. And it, it's, it's just, there's nothing bad that can come out of accountability when it's with the right person. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, accountability, I feel like it's the iron that, that you need in order to be sharpened. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, like simply put, it's that, that friction that you need in order to be, uh, <laughs> I ain't trying to go all super Bible. Go there, but, bro. That's but God so calls us like weapons in a quiver. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you can't be utilized as a weapon if you're dull. Mm -hmm. So you got to have friction and sharpening around you in order to be useful in the, the hands of the right. Uh, Absolutely. Like, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? You could use it any way you want it. Like, it could yeah. be a chef. It could be yeah, you know, I mean, the hands get the in, point, in the right person. You know, yeah. like, that's, that's the gist of it, though. Like, you got to have, I feel like people are afraid of friction. People are afraid of being told that they're wrong. So they don't, they run from accountability because they want to be safe in their bubble mm -hmm. of uh, yeah. whatever they want to do. Yeah. You know? And I got to uh, take a moment to shout out James, man. He just got baptized, man. Let's, Let's go, James. Thank That's you. a big deal, bro. Can Jalen put a picture of like James in the water, like on the screen, just yeah. so we can all celebrate and take a moment? Because that's Absolutely. huge. Thank you. I think Thank we you. can, we could do that. Yeah. Man. We should do that. We should celebrate With that. We should permission. celebrate Of course. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Right. please. 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 James, please. please. Don't James mind. Right. Yes. But yes. I, I want to say something to what you said about friction. It made me think about the sharper your knife is, the easier it is to cut. Yeah. So in order for your knife to actually be sharp, in this case, you, for the desired purpose it is that you are to fulfill, you want your knife to be sharp when you're cutting. Otherwise, it makes the job that much more difficult and you have to apply that much more force. A good knife is easy to just go Absolutely. It's precision. So in order for us to be precise in our calling and in our purpose, we have to be sharp. And in order to be sharpened, you need that friction, that iron sharpening iron in order to produce what it is that you need to be sharp. So it's making you sharper when you have accountability and when you have people in your corner that can sharpen you and that can challenge you because you might have some gritty places in your life that need to be challenged in order to become smooth to be able to cut the way it needs to cut. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's important. I think also, uh, and I can say this personally, you, you, once you find that accountability and you've recognized it and you've you've built trust, because I think trust is a huge aspect of oh, this. Yes. Like you need to you need to have a community that you actually you trust. Sure. But when you are put in that situation where you're reaching out and you are, or or people are recognizing like you know, and they're trying to hold you accountable, you, and you don't listen to it, then that's a whole other thing. And I've already been in that situation um, where I was like, all right, I have this community. I have all these people around me. 
and I, I, I see something coming. I see the storm. The storm yeah. is on its way. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go through it like this. I I know that I can. I can go around it. And I'm telling you all, and and you guys are giving me the feedback and telling me the the things that I need to hear. And I know that it's right. I know right. what you're saying. I'm I'm like I hear it. I hear it. But then the storm shows up at my doorstep, and I still don't listen to it. And then this this piece that I had been building, you know, over some time, is just. Lit like a fire, the fi- uh, my whole my whole being just feels like it was set set on fire, and then I feel defeated. You know, you feel defeated because you didn't listen to your accountability. But the beauty of the community that we all have here and the trust that we've built, you guys are welcoming right back with open arms and and, and immediately building right back up. And I think that is a huge sign to show that this group uh, or the people that I've cho- that I can call my community is is really healthy and beneficial for me because now I can look at that situation and learn from it, even though I already knew that it was gonna be a thing. I knew it was gonna be a thing. I didn't listen to my accountability and I went through the pain, but now I'm, I'm really taking the steps and, and really sitting here saying, okay, I did the thing, I have my accountability, I'm moving forward and I'm not going to, I'm not gonna allow that to happen again because the peace that I have, have now been restored back to is, is everything to me, it's everything to me. You know, you bring up a good point, bro. Um, because I feel like a lot of people that feel like they're um, the the accountor instead of the accountee, if that makes sense, right? So people that are in a place where they're giving the advice, um, I feel like <clears throat> a lot of people, they feel like because the advice that they're giving is not uh, heeded to or uh, it's not acted upon in the way that they saw fit, they feel like they, oh man, you know, they didn't listen to me. They tripping. Uh, now I got to do this and th-. take your hands off of it. Yep. That's accountability is not forceful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if it doesn't go right when you give the advice, cool, step back and let God do his job. At the end of the day, you just a vessel anyway. Exactly. So if you as the vessel do your part, that's it. 100%. And let the other people do what they want to do. Yeah. Take your hands off of it, man. You, you stressing yourself out for no reason. And at the end of the day, we're all accountable to God. Yeah. We're accountable to him first. So if I were to get advice for my accountability and I don't follow that advice, I'm going to get into a situation where I have to learn a lesson. But the powerful thing about it is even in that, God still, Romans 8, 28, we know it. God causes all things to work together for the good of those who are called according to his purposes and those that love him. So even if I make a misstep, God is still welcoming me back and God is going to show me something even in that. So to your point, when you're holding somebody accountable and they don't necessarily listen to what you had to say, don't give up on them because God still got them covered. God is still going to work things together for good in their life and God can get a lesson out of it if that person is humble enough to submit themselves to God and say, man, all right, I messed up. Y'all told me what to do. I still messed up. Okay. God, uh, help help me with this. And God, God, restore. his mercies are new every morning. And if we're to be accountable to each other, like we should reflect God and we should be willing to forgive one another, willing to restore one another gently. You know what I mean? The word talks about restoring each other gently. Yeah, take, take a moment and, and be patient with that person. Help them. Uh, understand that it's a process and that we can, we can come back from whatever it is that we fall from. But if we exercise our accountability and have healthy community, we can avoid some things. 
Definitely. Proverbs talks about how there's a, in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. It also talks about uh, like the person that isolates himself desires his own uh, uh, his own will or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, I have gone through spurts where I be isolating myself. Like if I know I'm tripping, I'm probably not talking to nobody because I sometimes I just want to trip. You know, <laughs> like it, it just is what it is. Um, but I know that like when I'm isolating myself, it's a trigger for me. Like oh shoot, I probably am doing something that I'm not supposed to be. Uh, so just, just just yeah, watch yourself when you start like not talking to your accountability. Cause like, you know, an accountability doesn't have to be like some, you know, crazy high up figure, like Rick, my best friend. So that's, you know, I, if I'm not talking to my best friend, even though he is my accountability, there's probably something wrong there too. Cause like, yeah. why would you not talk to your friend? That's how you know you probably wilding a little exactly. bit. Yeah. Um, and, but what I love about Rick, like he doesn't force it. You probably already kind of know when I'm going through a little season, but you wait for me to come to you first. And I appreciate that um, because I think that that's healthy accountability. It's not always all in your face, uh, but you do have to wait for that person because there is no accountability without a person wanting it first, without Absolutely. being open. Like, you know, even with you, you're not going to, you know, expect us to be like all in your face. You got to invite us in first. And so, yeah, I think that I just appreciate all of you guys and the way that you've held me accountable because it's not, it's not forceful and it, and it makes me want to have it because I know that it's a choice. It's an option. Yeah. So that's a perfect way to segue to this next question. How do you invite people into your circle to be held accountable? Or how do you invite others to hold you accountable? I need equity with somebody before I allow them to hold me accountable. I need to know that you have my best interest in mind. I need to know that you love me. I need to know that you see me, like that you truly see me. Uh, and I need time spent because like any good relationship, you need time spent and you need vulnerability. That's another one I need to add in there is vulnerability. But that vulnerability, I can only give a little bit at a time to see how you respond and how you react and how you handle me. It's like you have to kind of see yourself as like a package that's coming to the door that says like fragile, handle with care. Mm. I'm fragile. Handle me with care. And if I know you can handle me with care and you can love me and restore me whenever I fall or whenever uh, uh, something breaks in my life, then that's how I know that I can have you in my life as an accountability partner because uh, you're there to, to help me and you're not going to force me or you're not going to try to make me something that I'm not. You're going to be there to, to help me be the best me. Um, so it takes time, patience, and absolutely takes vulnerability. I think uh, the great songstress, Dej Loaf, said it best. <laughs> be Loaf. careful with me. You hey. know, that's what she said, right? What else did Dej Loaf say? Uh, that's all I'm say. Isn't that her too? Yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone. Try me. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that alone. Just, just be careful. I'm with just me. saying, bro. That's all. I, the point I was Dej making Loaf. was be careful with me. Yeah. Is that Cardi B? I'm sorry. I just, I want to make yeah, sure. You that's why like, I was wondering. I was like, nobody said anything. Me, me and Ray was. We need Cardi, our wives. They probably know. Cardi, Cardi B said it. God bless Cardi B. God bless Cardi B. She loves the Lord. She just. Anyways, what I was gonna say, um, I think you gotta pay attention to the fruit of a person. Yes, you know, sir. in order for them to be considered like accountability partners or whatever, right? Um, I feel like you got to watch how they steward other relationships, right? Do they value and care about um, stuff that's told to them in secret? Do they tell their other, uh, I guess, community secrets to you? You know, especially if you're new to the community. If you if you know all about so-and-so's situation and they just came to the community, that's not good stewardship of somebody's, uh, you know, trust. Absolutely. You know, because that's... That's real vulnerable stuff that they telling you. And yeah. if you can't see that, well, if you see that the fruit is off, you could tell a man by his fruit for sure. And you could also tell a person by the people they surround themselves with. So 
You got to see who they're around. You can see what their fruit is and see how they steward the relationships. Yeah. We talked about it in the relationships uh, episode, the diligence and dating one. Yeah. See somebody for four seasons. Yeah. Like, I've literally seen each of you guys for four seasons and longer. Yeah. Like, even, even James. Like, we've known each other longer than we've been accountability partners. Than we've, than, than we've been in this level of community that we have now. So I've seen James. I've watched James. I, before James had, you know, before you had this moment where you decided to start really like walking for, for the Lord and, and gave your life to Christ and all that kind of stuff, I still saw you and I was like, that's a good person. Like, this is a good human being. And I truly believe that most of the people in my life that I surround myself with, I don't think that there's a single person that I can look at and be like, ah, you're not, you're not really a good person. You're kind of nasty. So, so watch them. Uh, and, and they're probably watching you too. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, be, be watchful, be observant. Um, don't charge them for everything. No one's perfect, but, but watch them. You know, take, take a look at them for a little bit. See, see how they handle you. See how they handle others, like you said, Rick. And the more time you, you spend kind of seeing that, the more you can trust. And, and trust, is, trust is earned. I've heard this saying before. It was powerful. Trust is earned in droplets, but it's lost in buckets. So if I trust you, I have a bucket full of trust. And if you do something that loses my trust, it's going to spill out that bucket, but it's gained back in droplets. So it takes time to fill that bucket, but it can be filled and I can trust again. It just might take a little bit of time. Also, I was going to say, you got to watch people like, are they practicing what they preach? Because you got accountability that will tell you all the wisdom, all the keys, all the tools. And then you look over and they're doing the same joints that they told you not to do. So you got you to gotta watch that. Yeah, because I, I don't just like... You could take in wisdom, but when it's coming from a person that's like really not walking it either, that's how I know. Like you're probably not really my accountability. You cool, I can listen and I can take from you, but I can't. I can't walk it out with you because obviously you can't walk it with me either. So that's that's another part. You got to look at. Yeah, are you just talking or are you walking it as well? That's yeah. a big one. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I was. Just, I mean, everything that all of you said is is perfect for me. It was it, the biggest one was trust, which which takes time. It really does. It takes time. Especially if you've been around people that, you know, were, were putting you in situations that were not good, you know? So now, so now you're more skeptical about who should I listen to? And I think that's okay. I think it's okay to be skeptical about, you know, who you're around. You should pay attention. You should see how they walk and, and how, what their faith is like and how they steward you or, you know, how you handle situations together. And that just comes with experience and time. Um, and for me, Jalen was the best, you know, person ever that could have walked into my life because he just embodied all these things that I just, I just admired and wanted to be around. And here we are, you know, and it just, it just, you know, that changed my life. And we hold each other accountable. We're at this place now where we, you know, I can, I can, he walks in a room and I can see something, you know, and, and, and we bring it up because we're very honest with each other and the same for me. And it's just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing when you can have someone that you can trust and they can hold you accountable and you can build each other up and, and you can also do it walking through God and, and, and prayer, because that has been, that's been, uh, something that I've really recognized in the last year. Uh, for me is, is, is pray, praying together, praying together through situations. And, and it, it's just, it's just beautiful, man. I don't yeah. know. No, I, bro, there's, there's something about it. Like when you can really pray together, like that's one thing for me when it comes to like, can I let you be someone to hold me accountable? Are you praying for me? Mm-hmm. Do you cover me? Yep. Do you know how to pray for me? You know what I mean? Like, like 
How's your relationship with God? Can you go to the throne on my behalf? If someday, somehow, some way, I'm really struggling and I'm going through it, can you go to war on my behalf for me? Can you fight for me? Can you be my Aaron to my Moses? Can you hold up my arms when I'm getting weak? Yep. And so your relationship with God, like somebody who's really holding me accountable, like I said, when it comes to accountability, I'm first accountable to God. And if the person who's in my circle to hold me accountable isn't accountable to God, there's a lot that I can't let you hold me accountable to. Because if you're not accountable to God, I don't know who you're answering to. I want I, at the end of the day, at the end of all of this, like I serve the Lord, like, like that's who I serve. So I'm going to allow my life to be accountable to him. And I need to make sure my brother, or my sister, or my wife is accountable to God. And they, they can pray for me, like really pray for me. It's important. And I miss the jet, bro. We Jaylen, miss you, Jalen. Hey, we do, bro. Jalen's going to see this. We are not with the Jet today. The Jet's not with us today, but that's all right. Because we're going to hold Jet accountable, and Jet's going to hold us he'll, accountable. He'll be sitting right here. He would, yeah. Mm. Just picture Jalen right there as that Put pillow. Put a picture you know, of him on this Jaylen, pillow. Jalen's eyes are more of like a light blue. But We love you, Jalen. Hold it down. That's all right. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> I want to ask y'all how... And maybe this gets a little bit more vulnerable, but how has your accountability saved you from falling short, missing the mark, falling into sin? Because sin is missing the mark. How has your accountability saved you? Uh, well, I didn't. I never really recognized until recently that peace is like a really big thing that I should have in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then once I found it, uh, honestly, at the beginning of this year, I was like, "Wow, I." I want to keep this, you know, things will show up and it's like, you just know. And I think that's God telling you, like, you, you know, and you can, you have free will. You can make a decision. You can make a decision. And, you know, I, I now I'm in, I, if I'm presented with a situation, which happens all the time, I talk to God first and I can, I get an answer and I can know you feel it in your gut feeling, man. You, mm -hmm. you can feel like if something's right or not. And when I, Listen to the feeling that's like, don't do this thing. Don't do this thing that you know, you know when you do it, you're not going to feel good afterwards and it's going to disrupt your peace. Then that's like, man, once, if you, if you can beat that, it's, you feel so accomplished. You just feel uh, empowered. I feel uh, empowered is probably a really good word to describe that. And, and, and you go about your day and then maybe another obstacle will, will show up and then, you're presented it with again, and, and maybe this one seems like a little bit bigger. Maybe you need to go to your community uh, and, and seek advice or guidance um, to, to, to tackle this obstacle. But when you, when you do and you listen to it, you just feel uh, unstoppable, at least for me. I just feel, I just feel empowered. I mean, that's, I think that's mm -hmm. the best way to say it. And I maintain my peace that I've worked so hard to keep. It works yeah. so hard to keep because that has been one of the most important things uh, in my life to, to maintain now. Absolutely. So. That's good, man. That's really good. I feel like you want to say something, bro. I, I'm trying to come up with a story. Like, I, I'm trying to figure out what example I want to choose. Yeah. Well, since you, you're sitting right here and you look me in the face, <laughs> I'm going to use Isaiah. Um, there are moments where I have thoughts and urges to return to uh, 
the thing that made me comfortable in stressful situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, y'all know what it is. It's pornography. You know, ain't about the cabin or rap here. Y'all if know I've been delivered. to Gen 1. You know what I'm saying? I am know. the guy that we'll is going to keep talking about him being yes. delivered yes, sir. from the grips of pornography. Um, but yeah, when sometimes I have those thoughts where I want to return and out, and I'll think about Isaiah, man. Like, I'll think about Free or or Ty or, you know, any one of my brothers in my circle. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, how how will this affect them? Mm. You know? Like, because I feel like a, a lot of the time, the people that you do life with, like, y'all should be lockstep. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should be um, striving, going towards the same same goals, right? Whether it be different avenues or different goals, you're, you're walking and serving the same purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that if I was to just fall back, one, I got to look my wife in the face, man, like, and say, hey, I'm sorry, you know? And I feel like shame, right? We talked about shame on the podcast before. Go back and um, watch that. Yeah, that was one of them ones, man. But shame is something that keeps you in the dark, man. And that's, that would be the thing that would keep me from talking to Isaiah, you know, or talking to Ty or look at my wife in the face and saying, hey, I feel short in this area, you know? And I was like, I can't, I can't let what I thought used to be a, a thing that was comforting to me uh, mm-hmm. come back and ruin the relationships that I've worked so hard to steward. I've worked mm-hmm. so hard to, to, you know, I prayed for them. Um, Cause it affects them. It affects y'all, mm-hmm. you know? Like the decisions I make affect people around me. Yeah. So it would be selfish for me to do something just for me. Yeah. You know? And you gotta you gotta really evaluate your circle because of that. Like if you're doing something just for you and you don't think about other people, I think that's a, a problem. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. That's Absolutely. how accountability has helped me for I'll sure. I'll bounce off that, bro. Because yeah. I I probably shared this exact story on the pod before. But an example of a time where I almost would have fallen short, uh, specifically in the area of pornography, I had this dream and I haven't been watching pornography for years now. Like we're, we're good. However, there's still a fight. There's still a flesh that I'm in. And sometimes things will happen either to me or around me that could tempt me. And I remember I had this dream, which how in the heck is this thing going to come at me when I'm in a dream? So I'm in this dream and on these screens around me, whether it was a TV screen or I walked by and saw somebody's phone screen, there were these pornographic images that just kept popping up in this dream all over. And I remember like waking up from that dream frustrated. I was like, why in the world is this in my dream? And I kind of went throughout the day, not saying anything to my wife and not saying anything to anybody else. And I noticed that I couldn't really receive in worship like I wanted to, I was praying and I felt like I wasn't getting any sort of answers. I felt like I wasn't really feeling peace. I felt like it was, something was off. And then I kept trying to do tasks throughout the day and something felt off. And I just took a moment to pause and say, okay, what's going on? And I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, call Rick, which is one of my accountability partners. One of my brothers who I know I can call in a moment where I might need help. And granted, I wasn't necessarily struggling to fall into the thing, but there were those thoughts that could have led me into the thing right. if I didn't check it. So I call Rick and I say, hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. I just need to get this out. I need to talk to you. And so I told Rick about the dream. I told him what happened. And he said, this was his response. Hey, bro, you want to pray? Literally, he said, hey, bro, you want to pray? And we prayed and we talked. 
And I told him, man, as soon as I said it out loud to you, I felt this, this weight lift off me. I felt free. And my peace came back right then and there. And then as soon as we got off the phone, guess what happened? A flow started coming to me. And I started getting ideas. And literally a business idea, something I was praying about days before, opened up. And I started to see it clearly. I was like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this. So it was almost like the dream, God allowed it as a test. Are you going to call your accountability? Yeah. Are you going to use what I've given you? Are you going to really be a man after God's own heart and, and use the accountability you have to maintain your integrity? Or are you just going to let this one pass over? Are you just going to sweep this one under the rug? Are you just going to let this one be whatever? Yeah. And I said, nah. It took me a minute. But once I finally came to my senses, I called my brother. And I was able to be restored gently and prayed for. That's, and that's the thing, bro. Like, you can't be, you can't call yourself an accountability partner if you're walking and you're living a lie. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? If you're saying, yeah, don't do this, but you're doing that still, the thing that you're telling somebody not to do, what are you, that's right. not. You're not even helping them. Like, come on. Like, one, you're, you're, you're stagnating your growth and you're stagnating the other person's growth because they're trusting in somebody they thought could be trustworthy. Right. Wow. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. You just had something unfold for me, though. So, Revelation 11, 12, or 12, 11, we talk about it for Gen 1. They overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. If you say your testimony is that you've overcome whatever it is, Ooh. and you're trying to help somebody else overcome it, but you're actually still struggling with it in the dark, yeah. you're not helping that person overcome. You're actually hindering them. Yeah, that's really How right. can I overcome if I think that my accountability partner has overcome this thing, but in reality, they're still struggling with it and they're not being honest with me. So you saying that you've overcome something, living a lie and actually still doing it in secret, still doing it behind closed doors, still doing it because nobody can see you and you think that no one, no one knows because they're not there. And then you're trying to help somebody else walk out of that thing. You're actually keeping them held back because you can't truly help them overcome because you don't have a true word of your testimony because you haven't overcome it. So, so you've got to be accountable even to yourself. And again, this is where accountability to God comes in. You have to be accountable to God, to the thing that you're trying to overcome. Otherwise you can't truly fully help somebody overcome it. Like that just came to me like, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, bro. Cause I want to help everyone, everyone in my life. I want to help everybody in my life overcome anything that they ever fight, fight against. So to your point earlier, it's, it's bigger than me. Me being accountable to my brothers, to my sisters, to my wife is bigger than me. Because if I want to help somebody else, I need to make sure that I'm the real deal. I need to make sure that I'm doing the work. I need to make sure that I'm committed. Uh, because otherwise I'm not going to be able to actually fully help them. Y'all have any other examples maybe that you feel like the one you said is literally the exact one I was going to use. I had had a dream and I, I remember like I woke up and I was like, what is going on? It was a sexual dream. Um, and I hadn't been watching anything. I hadn't been listening to no crazy music. So it was weird that it just popped up. Yeah. Um, and I, I prayed afterwards and I was like, all right, God, I, I don't know what that was about. I know that's the enemy trying to get in my head, but I'm cool. I don't need to call nobody. It's good. I didn't do anything. It happened in my sleep. Uh, and I got in the shower and I, you had actually called me at that time and I didn't, uh, well, I was in the shower, so I didn't answer, obviously, you know, you can't do that. Uh, you could, but that'd be a little wild. I'm not going to do that with my brother. Um, hey, keep, you better keep God in your life. <laughs> anyway, um, but 
I kind of knew that I needed to call you. So the fact that you called me while I was in the shower, like low-key praying, like, Lord, do I need to be talking to this guy? And so I ended up talking to him and I felt so much better after we got on the phone and prayed about it. Because another thing that you were, uh, no, you were saying, the thoughts were still in the mind. You're still getting images of those pictures. Just like, yeah. oh shoot. Even though like, yeah, I wasn't even struggling with it at that time. But like, even that seed of the images being in my mind, that could lead to something, you know, next week. And you yeah. never know. So you really do have to cut it at the root. I think a lot of times we like to go to our accountability when everything is on fire. Just go to them immediately, hey, you know, and, and cut it at the root so that exactly. you don't have to wait for it to be a stumble. So, yeah. That's, bro. Get that's, that quick. That's that part, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, because when you, you talking about the thoughts, man, and all of that, and I'm going to stop talking out of this, man, because y'all just, y'all just lighting some fire. You know what I'm <laughs> hey, saying? Bro, that's what but we do. It's yeah. like, when, if you think about it, if you allow the thoughts to stay and you decide, I'm going to fight these by myself. You low-key are agreeing with the thoughts. The longer they're in your mind, you give them chance and opportunity to settle and start to make sense. Because of the the lie, the, the trick of the enemy is plant something in your mind and get you to agree with it. Yeah. Once you agree with it, you think it's your thought. And now all of a sudden you think, oh man, I've been out here struggling with these thoughts. Man, it wasn't even your thought from the first place. Like, come on, get that up out of there. Call your folks. Call your folks. Call Jesus, right? Call him, mm -hmm. please. He's on the main line like He's the old Baptist people say. Line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but after crazy. you talk to God, he going to highlight the people to you that you need to call. Yeah. It's so true. And, you, and you're like, bro, that, that whole thing about the thought being a seed is so crazy to me. Because it, you, you think it's a small thing. You think that the thought is a small thing. And you think it's like, oh, I can just whatever. Don't underestimate the seed ever because the smallest seed holds the biggest tree. It's a mustard seed. Right. The smallest seed holds the biggest tree. So the thing that comes as a small thought that you think you can just write off, that you think you don't have to take every thought captive and bring it into the obedience of Christ, you think you, think you can just let that slide? <laughs> Guess what? Because little things, you're going you're to drive by a billboard and, and you're going to see some imagery that looks like something that would have triggered you. Or you're going to go to your Instagram page and on the explore page is going to be something that you didn't even search for, but it was just there waiting uh, for you. And then you're like, what in the world? Okay. But you didn't check that first thought. So in order for us to be able to have accountability, one, we have to ourselves be thought regulators and check those thoughts, but also bring those thoughts to our fellow laborers and be like, hey, bro, I need you to get your sickle out. I had this thought. Hey, bro, I need you to get that, 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 uh, it's a tool. That's I need you right. to get that hoe out. I need you to get, you know. You should have just said, said knife. You, you could have said slaughter. You want to go medieval. It's a tool. <laughs> Don't look at me crazy. It was called a hoe. But y'all know what I'm saying? Like, sure. like in some moments I might need, I might need you to bring, you know, your rake and help me get this thing together. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you got you got to be thought regulators, and we have to check check our thoughts as they're coming. I have questions. Why do we all? Because <laughs> James is so in. Um, he's fellow. the best. What do you What do you say? You know, maybe advice or whatever to that person that you know they're in a community, they have accountability, they slip on something, and now they just want to run. Run from accountability. Run from accountability. Yeah, run from the accountability, but also like you know maybe they feel shame and whatnot and they don't want to they don't want to to maybe present or or mm. go back to you know 
what once was. For sure. If that makes sense. That's the enemy, yeah, bro. I got you. Exactly. I was yeah. just going to say, mm-hmm. the thing is, the enemy wants you to run away from accountability, but mm-hmm. God wants you to run to accountability. Yeah. So if you slip, if you fall, shame is going to make you want to run and keep it quiet because mm-hmm. that's the enemy's tactic. Whereas vulnerability says, I'm going to go to my accountability because I know that they're actually going to restore me. They're going to help me. They're for me. So to that person, I would say you have to change the way you see your accountability. You have to see your accountability as they're your teammates. They're on the same team as you. They're fighting the same cause that you're after. And if you're a good sports, you know, you're a good sportsman, you're, you know, you're a good teammate, you go to your team when you're struggling. You go to your team when you're going through something because you recognize that you're only better when you're as a team and you're moving as a unit. So I would run to the accountability and I would run to them because I know that they're going to actually help me out. They're not going to kick me when I'm down. They're going to help me out. They're going to pick me back up and restore me to what I need to get to. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, I think to answer your question, it's debunking a lie. Because the lie is running from it is going gonna, is gonna to help you and make it so you don't have to deal with it. Whereas if you run from it, you're actually just going to be running from something that you can never fully escape. Mm. I got a lot to say about this, bro. Because <laughs> I've had that happen before. Yeah, we, I had talked Same. about it on the Break the Cycle joint. Uh, yeah. You know, when I had, you know, got free from pornography, fell back into it, unfortunately, and had to go back to y'all. That was so difficult because... There's a lie that the enemy will plant that like the grace that they had for you the first time when you revealed your sin, it's not going to be there next time. Yeah. It's such a lie. There's nothing that y'all have done that has proved, oh, yeah, y'all's grace is going to just leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did it. You slipped one too many times. Get out of here. <laughs> the second time was cool. The third time was all right. But the fourth time, yeah. you're you yeah. get out of here. <laughs> no. Yeah. And that's why like, I think another thing that qualifies good accountability is uh, don't tolerate mess, but people that aren't going to judge you. Because at the end of the day, all of us fall short in some area. And so we can't get caught up in the fact that like, oh, if I go back to them with the same thing that they told me, you know, don't do, that they're just going to throw us away. That's never the case. And you don't know, the funniest part about that is like, you could be going to your accountability and being vulnerable about, uh, excuse me, being vulnerable about something that you fell in, and then that opens a door for them to say something next. And yeah. so, you know, because it's not always that your accountability is perfect. And I think that's what we also get in our minds so much. We're the only ones that had a fall. We're the only ones that slipped. All of us are falling short in some area. It may not be, you know, and I don't, you know, because every sin is, is, is ranked equal. It's not, you know, there's no hierarchy when it comes to that, even though that's how our human minds think. But everybody's falling short in that's point blank, period. But we come thinking, oh, yeah, oh, I watched pornography again. or Oh, I drank again. That's the worst one out of everybody else. So I don't even want to come to you guys with that because everyone else's sin is so watered down. It's, what was I about to say a word? It's ridiculous. It's not right. We shouldn't think like that. Um, but you don't know about, you, you don't know how your openness is going to lead to somebody else's openness. So accountability exactly. works both ways. So you can't rob somebody else of that openness. You do have to go to that person uh, for yourself and for them. So, yeah, I, I just went on a whole tangent. I hope that made sense. Oh, it made complete sense. <laughs> you you, you sparked some thoughts in my head, yeah. bro. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're doing life with these people, they might know already anyway. You feel For what sure. I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you walk people, different. Exactly. They, they, gonna, they might not know exactly what you did, but they're going to see something different about your countenance. Sure. Yeah. Your countenance is like your, your energy. Like when you walk in the room, if you walk in the room and you vibrant, they're going to be like, oh, Rick's here. But if you walk in the room and you're not vibrant, they're going to be like, oh, Rick's hey, what's, here, what's but going on, bro? what's happening with yeah. Rick? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then you said something that sparked a thought. 
if you allow, if you have an open door and something is able to come into that open door, it might affect something, someone else in your circle, right? Mm -hmm. So for instance, like I was saying earlier, we're connected. So if I stumble, somebody else might stumble, right? And if I allow the thing that I'm running from, that I'm not speaking on, right, to stay secret, I might be, like you said, robbing them of the accountability of staying free or robbing them of the opportunity to fight the thing that they might be facing sooner or later. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like, if they can't get in one part of the circle, they're going to try to go in another way. For sure. And if they get in the circle and they make a home in this circle, they're going to try the next person in the circle. So it's like, boom, I was able to get this person. Now let me get this person. See if I can get them in shame. And then you get this other person in shame. And then the next thing you know, the whole circle is disbanded. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody was quiet. Yeah. The more vocal you are, the freer people stay. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, keep talking. Yeah. If nobody's talking, no breakthrough happens. Yeah. If I don't open my mouth, no breakthrough is going to happen. Closed mouths don't get fed. So how am I expecting to get my need met if I don't say what my need is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I don't come to you and be like, hey, bro, right now, like, I'm really struggling financially. Mm -hmm. Like, I need help. And maybe I genuinely am down on my luck in that moment. And then guess what? If my brother or my sister has the means to do it, hey, bro, here's this. And also, here's what we can do to get you back on the right track. Mm -hmm. here's, here's some resources that will help you out. That's healthy community. Healthy community is always going to lead you to something. But if you don't open your mouth and say that you're going through something or you don't say that you're struggling or you don't say that you fell back into something or whatever the case may be, you're, you're actually being a fool yourself. Mm. You're fooling yourself trying to think that you're going to be fine on your own. Sure. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, a scripture that I love, it talks about how there's no temptation that is uncommon to man. Right. So all of us are going through something. And that's why it takes the first person sometimes to open up and say, hey man, mm -hmm. uh, this is what's happening. And watch what happens. I've been in so many rooms, I promise you. Uh, and this is for, for someone watching that maybe hasn't been exposed to vulnerability, but I can tell you, when you get into a room with people that are vulnerable and that are open, something happens. Something happens where, when you realize that somebody can be open and honest and transparent about what they're going through and no one else is moved by it. No one's judging them. No one's giving them a side eye. Everyone's just like, yeah, man, you know, I got you. And then, and it's healthy. It'll change the way you see everything because you're like, oh my goodness, I've been keeping this in for so long. There's a level of freedom that comes with that. You know what I mean? There's a level of freedom that comes with having accountability. So that's why, that's why it's important that we talk about it. And, and I noticed that we're not just talking about accountability for the sake of it. We're talking about healthy community. Like I gotta, if, if my community, to your point, bro, I have to be healthy. If I'm not healthy, how am I, how am I contributing to my, my core? How am I contributing to my team? And, and if we're all part of one body as the body of Christ, if I'm suffering and I'm sick because I've found myself deep in sin and I'm not trying to get you know, help and not trying to recover from it, I'm plaguing the body. I'm not trying to plague my squat. Right. Uh, so, so you have to kind of step out of yourself and notice that it, that it is bigger than you. Did that answer your question? Yeah, did it, that, did. It, did. it did. It did. Did that answer your <laughs> question? No, was, this was incredible. This was incredible. Because I, I just know that there's someone out there that's like, you know, I'm sick of this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of this. And then maybe they did open up to somebody. Maybe they did try. They tried. And then they were met with, with a, a, another wall that maybe even pushed them further down. What do you say to that person? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, accountability don't look like manipulation. Mm. You feel me? Like you, 
And then I feel like another myth that men struggle with, maybe some women too as well, um, we got a problem receiving, you know, because it's like a pride thing. Like, oh man, somebody might have one up on me or I feel like if I don't give something in return, I might be looked at as the weaker vessel. Like, bro, Jesus was lying and lying for a reason, bro. Like, relax on trying to be hard all, all the time. Like, it's not, that's a facade, bro. Like, I had to unlearn that when I moved to California because one, generally people are nicer here, you know, than where I'm from. <laughs> but outside of that, it's like, once I learned the gift of receiving, because there's a gift of giving, but there's a gift to receiving. You got to humble yourself in order to receive help. You have to swallow your pride and all of your ego in order to say, hey, man, I'm, I'm really down bad right now. And I need, I need one, I need some love. Yeah. I need some, some attention from my guys. You know what I'm saying? And I need some help. Like, I don't got no money to get no, no gas in my car. Or I don't have no money to get nothing to eat. You know, like, I'm struggling. I'm trying to, I'm trying to love my wife or my, my, my sisters in Christ. And I don't know how to do that. If you can't say that, that's pride, you know? So allow yourself to receive, you know, let, let, let the wall down. And the last thing I'll say is stop having these false expectations of people when you don't have a, a, a healthy understanding of what relationship look like, mm -hmm. you know, like relationships look like an equal balanced uh, encounter, you know, mm -hmm. like, Pouring, pouring, receiving, receiving, not just pouring, 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 or receiving, receiving, receiving. That's an imbalance, and that's not going to last. It might last for a little bit, but there's no longevity in that. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I would tell them uh, the person that's, like, been hurt and doesn't want to step into accountability is if you don't put yourself out there, you're never going to get it. You have to allow yourself to trust again. As hard as it may be, it might be so difficult because you've been wronged, you've been hurt, you've been let down. In order for you to actually do it, though, you have to put yourself out there. And maybe maybe take your time. Maybe don't give everything all at once, but put yourself out there. Because when you do that, you can give somebody the benefit of the doubt that they might actually come through for you. They might actually be the person that can hold you accountable. Because so often, whenever we've been hurt, we charge everybody with the same sins of the people that hurt us. I could just meet you and immediately charge you with something from somebody else because I'm traumatized by what somebody else did. So yeah, you have to almost see each person that you encounter as a clean slate. You've never encountered this person. So give yourself the ability, free yourself of it. Free yourself of like, I can't trust this person. You don't know yet. Try. And if you see some things that are red flags, okay, maybe, maybe not. But, but take your time, but try, just try. Because you might be surprised. I'll say something. You can seek healthy community. You can seek it. Can. And I, this is living proof right here. Like I seeked it, I prayed about it, talked to God, and the chess pieces, if I could just show you the roadmap, if I could show you the strategy that he had done to put me right here in the seat speaking to someone, speaking to someone, it, I mean, this is just, this is the, this is living proof. Um, I didn't have community and maybe I, I had community, but it wasn't, it wasn't the community that I have now because this is so, I'm 30, you know what I'm saying? I'm older. I'm old. It's not that old, but I'm older. But I recognize, I recognize um, how healthy I am now. 
I mean, I'm telling you, the the difference between who I might have surrounded myself before and listened to those people before versus now and who I am now and where I'm going now and how I walk now, you can you can find you can find it. Even yeah. when you think you can't, ask God, pray about it. You you will be led. You will be led strategically. I promise you. That's really good. You got any thoughts? Me? Yeah. Oh, you, I know Do you got I a lot. Have thoughts. I just know you got a lot when it comes to like accountability. Because one, you you what I've seen with you, Zay, is like you allow yourself to submit to accountability, uh, but also you hold people accountable. Like with your friends, you you check in. Uh, you're my brother in love, so like I know that whenever we talk and you ask me how I'm doing, you're not just asking how I'm doing to get an right, answer. It's like not casual. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not just asking me, "Hey, Ty, how you doing?" For me to give you a, "I'm good. What's up?" No, you, you're asking me because you care. You're asking me because you really want to know. So I, I guess because I know you to be somebody that one I can be accountable to, and that I can, uh, you know, see as myself being someone who holds you accountable. Uh, Give, give us some like last thoughts or like encouragement to somebody who maybe wants to embrace it or, or wants accountability or what you would say in regards to the value of it. I think that there's like a, I don't know, I'll speak for myself, like a sense of pride of being able to uh, walk things out without needing so many hands helping you get through what you need to get through. Um, there's, yeah, like the pride of independence. And there's also a pride of, I know like for me, I like to, or I tend to present myself a certain way, um, either from some sort of expectation that I think that people have of me or uh, just kind of like an inner, like I have to be this person that people think that I am or, or, or that it's been prophesied over me. Um, but you have to love yourself enough to be able to, uh, invite in the help that God's put around you. Um, so accountability doesn't mean that you're weak. Accountability doesn't mean that you are um, incapable of pushing past things. It just means that God strategically put things and people around you in order to make the process easier. Um, just because I have accountability and folks that I go to when I'm struggling doesn't mean that I'm not strong. Um, and even if I was in a weak moment, you know, there's a scripture. His strength is made purpose in our yeah. weakness. So there's really not that much of a problem with being weak. And I think that especially as men, we look at weakness in like such a negative light. But that is where our stretching happens the most. That is where Absolutely. our dependence on God happens the most. Uh, and that's where our relationships grow stronger because we can do this thing together. Um, so I just, yeah, I just want to... Speak to the person that sees accountability as like a, nah, man, I got it myself. I don't need that. Nah, nah, I'm cool off all that. That's weak, bro. If you can't go to your folks and be honest and open about what you're going through, that's weakness. Because mm -hmm. it, it takes a strong dude to come up here and be like, yo, bro, I'm struggling again. Yo, man, I got this, Absolutely. that, and the third going on. Yo, I'm talking to Shardy again, bro. You know I shouldn't be talking to her. That's strength. Yeah. Weakness is going around hiding it, acting like everything's fine. That's weak. So I'm just saying to the person that, doesn't really know how to put yourself out there and, and be open and honest. I'm speaking from experience. The only way to do it is like this, with your brothers, with the people that got, or sisters, people that God has put in your life to help you. That's the only way that you can do it with real strength. That's what strength looks like for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Use that accountability, man. It, it. It's there for a reason. And it's, it's kind of fun too.
Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's like yeah. there's something that's like, and I don't I don't want to say brotherly because I think accountability is for everybody, but like the brotherhood that you build with accountability. Oh, yeah. Dog. Oh yeah, y'all can make it fun, man. We we be having uh, we had a uh, well, I mean, I'm not gonna tell all our business, but we had a conversation the other night, and bro, we we had like a whole like little pizza and wings day. We was running, <laughs> going through 7-Eleven, getting all the snacks. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, we playing music and it like, was incredible. You it can make like it. it the way that you want to make it. Like it doesn't yeah. got to be this whole intervention. Oh, everybody sit down and yo, right. it can just be in simple conversation. That's the yeah. way that it's supposed to be. So get it however you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to keep. Yeah, that's 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 no, all. That's, I that's, bro. that's perfect. That's really good, bro. I mean, cause I, just cause you brought it up, bro. Like, I really want to make it clear to everybody. Like, the the men you see sitting in front of you as you're watching this at home have embraced it. Like, even the the story that Zay just brought up. My brothers sat me down. Like, we it was fun. It was amazing. But they brought some things to my attention that I didn't necessarily see. Because the truth is, for you listening, you, you don't see yourself all the way. You might think you see yourself, but what you're seeing is not the full picture. Sometimes you need your brothers and your sisters, people who really see you, to take a moment to say, hey, you know, I noticed some things. Hey, you may not have noticed that you were doing this, but I, I picked up on it. Is this something that, that you, you really want to do? Or is this something that you might be forcing? Or is this something that you might be, you know, stretching a little bit to become? Like, just, just talk to me. And when you embrace that and when you allow that to happen, it produces a healthier version of you. Like I can truthfully say that I am someone who embraces it. No, it's not comfortable. It's not. However, the result is far more worth it than if I were to not take any accountability from anybody and just think that I got it all together all by myself because it's not true. Jesus himself had 12 disciples and even Jesus had three that he really got real with and showed them some things that he didn't get to show everybody else because he was modeling for us the importance of community and accountability. He brought those brothers with him to the garden when he was about to die, bro. And sure, maybe they, they did let him down. However, they got to be there and think about how impactful that was for them to even just know that they were part of those moments with him. So it strengthens you and strengthens the brotherhood around you. Uh, any last thoughts? I just want to say I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. proud of you, dog. Cause you, you a light, bro, and you carry you carry yourself as a man, like a man of God, bro. And everybody gets to see it now, bro. Everybody gets to see you, bro. And it's like because of that, man. God is smiling down on you, bro. My heart's full, man. I'm just proud of you, bro. <laughs> yeah. You see a difference though. Yeah, like for real. I do. Yeah, because, and I I just want to be transparent. I know we're over time. Um, It's real hard when you, as a man or or woman of God, somebody who's after your purpose, it's real hard to be your full self sometimes because you want to be something that is this idea that either people have put on you or pressure has put on you, or maybe even family has put on you. with a lot of weight and sometimes that sways how you show up. So you need people in your life to see you and to say, Hey bro, I know you. And some of these things that I'm seeing, I think you should look at, I think you should consider. Um, because I know I'm, I'm a healthier me and not only am I a healthier me, but like, I love who I am. Like I genuinely love who I am. Uh, and every single day, I'm learning more and more and more of how to embrace my uniqueness, who God made me to be. And 
truth be told, when we started Generation One, all y'all, literally everyone in this room has been here from day one. And when we started this, what was the first thing we talked about? Embracing who God made you to be. God can use you in spite of, and God can use you because of. Dang, that's crazy. That's full all circle, of bro. what made you who you are. So you got to be you. Nothing less, nothing more. You. And sometimes you need people to be a mirror to you and reflect to you the things that are not necessarily you. So you can say, get, let me get that out of my world. Let me get that out of here. Let me get that out of here. Let me get that out of here. That's accountability. Accountability is a yeah. mirror, bro. Well, if you are somebody who says, I want to embrace accountability, put it in the comments below. Say, I'm embracing accountability. I am embracing accountability. Y'all know here, gentlemen, we're huge on these I am statements, but say it right now so you can start to believe it for yourself. I am embracing accountability so that you can believe it and so that it can take root and bear fruit in your life and you can get the fruit of accountability in your life. We love you. Read the description for everything. Get plugged into our group chat, our Discord server. Make sure you're there because we are talking all the time and we got plenty of people, plenty of y'all in the Discord right now already talking to each other. So go there. Seriously. Do it. <laughs> Do it right now. Do it while I'm still talking. I know you got your phone on you. You're sitting on the couch. Sitting on the couch. Them. <laughs> yeah, put them chips down and put go to the Discord. Down. Was that DeVry University? Yes, That's crazy. Bro. Anyways, we love y'all, and we will catch you next Tuesday on the Gen 1 Podcast. Peace.